Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Ah! Ah! That was a fun imaginary roller coaster. <laughs> I put my hands in the air. Do you know what? I, I was having this conversation. I was uh, I was chatting to my wife and I said that you go to Disneyland and you go on roller coasters. I don't find them scary because they're going to be so unmaintained and very few people die. At very few people die? Well, they, As in there is an actual tally. Of there are dead. some dark stories online, but Disney always hush them up and pay them lots of money to are keep quiet. Are you serious? Quiet. Of course there are. What? Thousand, uh, I'm going to get sued. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> don't Google it. Um, but to me, if you want a real thrill, go yeah. to a really run-down theme park or fun fair oh and go on their roller coaster because there's a much greater thrill because the, the risk of death is not simulated. It's real. Have you heard of Bill Lynch? What happened with Bill Lynch? No. No? Okay. Who's so Bill Lynch? Bill Lynch is the fair that takes pl- they They travel all over um, all over the place. I was going to say, they just happen here in Halifax. They're, it's our little fair. No, they travel. They're traveling. Is he, relate- is he David Lynch's brother? I don't <laughs> So Bill Lynch is, I mean, if you're Canadian, maybe you're familiar with the Bill Lynch Fair, but like they, at least here in Halifax, I know they show up in the summertime and they set up like amusement park rides. We don't have a roller coaster, but we've got like, you know, the the Gravitron and like little teacup spinny rides and stuff like that. Right. And just like, I think a few weeks ago, they had set up 
and I don't even know the name of the ride, but um, the Deathinator, the Deathinator, yeah. <laughs> but it was this—I don't know—just this spinny thing. They like multiple mechanical arms go out, and they—they've got these seats and like three different seats in each mechanical arm, and then the seats they spin themselves while the arms spin, and it's a big spinny, spinny, spin thing. Yeah, and they set it up next to like a bunch of trees and bushes without really thinking and a whole like we're talking like a whole bunch of people just get kept like being thrown into bushes (laughs) and and twigs and oh yeah and like to the point where they're like in scrapes and like cuts and bruises and they just like smack 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 like every time around and that the ride wouldn't end for until it was over so like it was like genuine fear like oh god here we go again here we go again smack 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 oh fuck oh not again smack 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 like it was just but that, but that's a way <laughs> a way greater adrenaline rush than the clean safe disney parks right or universal yeah. studios where you know there's no litter <sighs> you know you go there you might get hit in the face by some trees the thing that was blows my mind is uh the blatant copyright infringement that theme parks those traveling fairs get away with oh yeah so they're selling like counterfeit eric cartman's with three eyes right yeah like they're selling <laughs> like or whatever the latest thing is they're selling cuddly toys around that and also then um spray paint spray painting like uh arnie from terminator 2 on the side of a ride called you can do that called death pain no you can do that now you can because um arnold schwarzenegger ran as governor you can now uh, right, well, sell arnold schwarzenegger well no you can sell arnold we could so we could sell arnold schwarzenegger on our t-shirts and it will be completely legal because we are not impersonating uh, the Terminator were impersonating the, the governor yeah, yeah, yeah. of, the, you know, my, like, my favorite Arnie t-shirt I've seen is him. And he's got like a 17th century powdered wig or an 18th century powdered <laughs> wig. And it says, I'll be back. Oh, oh that's horrible. That's great. Well, that's, no, well, that's so bad. I have two of them. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome to Canadian politics <laughs> is boring. We failed to say a welcome to the show. And here I'm, we were. I'm Reese. I'm Jesse. Thanks I'm, for listening to us rant for the past 25 I'm, minutes. I'm about- the one from Wales who likes politics and Jesse is the Canadian who doesn't. That's true. If that's you're new the show. To the show that's the show. show. Reese tries to convince me to like shit that I hate. So. And Jesse's here with a um, by court order. And somehow thousands of people find this funny. I don't know why, but what they do. So. If you're one of the thousands of people who like, it's weird saying that. If it you're is one weird of the saying large that, right? group of people, indeterminate amount of it's people been, who like this, thank you. Oh yeah, no, I'm very grateful to have this show. Like you, I still. You said I this still, at the end of the last episode. I know. I'm just very. Like a, I'm just very thankful. Like a grateful, very broken grateful, record. Thankful. I just remember. Do you remember like when we started this? Like you, you wanted to do 12 episodes just to see how it went, and I remember. Um, Within the first couple of weeks, you were like excitedly sending me texts saying, oh, my God, we've got 20 listeners. I know. 20, 20 people who don't know us listen to us talk. Yeah, which, which was a, it was a big deal back then. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is, and yeah. now we're like, ah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We still appreciate every last listener. Except so for you, Frank. Uh, you know you- who you are. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> Fucking Frank. We did have an email from someone. Um, do you see Derek? Remember Derek and his wife Pam and the dog? Did we actually get a fucking? Email no, they, from they, it? they sent an email, and it, that was the subject line. But it wasn't. It was just a funny subject line. I was like, "Damn it!" Uh, um, it wasn't from Derek and Pam. That would have been amazing. It would have been amazing. Uh, but it was so close. Anyway, um, do you remember in the news recently seeing a? I say this. I guess this already. I know the answer to this question because you don't follow the news. I, I, you're my news. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> from back, long ago, because I've been you shit from twenty out in BC, years ago. A big flat load of truck with a old growth giant tree on the back. 
did you see that? Does that permeate no. through the ether to you? No, no. I, and to be fair, and you know what? I do kind of get the news because there's the New York Times, which is kind of like- There is the New York. It does exist. You're correct. World, no, so like the New York Times, which is like, I'm actually kind of impressed with the New York Times because they have survived where so many other publications have died and they just kept persisting. But like, I never subscribed. Uh, even though my 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 um, my family has been trying to get me to subscribe, uh, my uh, anyway that doesn't matter. Um, Please, Jesse, I got, pay attention to the world around you. <laughs> yeah, right through the medium of the New York Times. Um, so uh, anyway, they had a sale for like two dollars and fifty cents per month for the next year. So I'm like, ah, fuck it, sure, I'll pay two fifty a month for the New York Times and I've been getting it in my inbox like every day and I haven't been reading it because it's so fucking depressing just so that's why I don't watch the news just choose your own reality is fine Right, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's fine. Yeah, it's so <laughs> this this is the picture. So it's an old growth, a giant old growth tree on the back. I, I just want to sorry. I just want to go back, and I don't want to badmouth the New York Times. It is very well written by some exceptionally well. If, if the New York Times is listening, if this. the New York Times is listening to this, right? Yeah, it's an exceptionally <laughs> well written uh, publication from some excellent journalists. I just find the topics depressing as fuck. I, so I like, like the podcast, yeah. the Daily. That's good. That's was it? Good, oh. good podcast. Anyway. Okay, so I'm watching. A fo- I'm looking at a photo of a ju- Jesus. That is a thick tree. That is a yeah. thick fucking. The tree is as thick as the truck that's insane yeah so that image went viral recently okay I say recently this was let me get my notes up um this was uh may this summer so yeah recently um so it was taken the photo was taken by a vancouver resident called lorna Beecroft, um and she took the photo well, mm-hmm. she was on a grocery run one morning. Okay. And it went viral. What? Uh, I mean, like it's a thick tree. Is that why it went viral? No, no, because a she tree. couldn't believe they cut down one of those giant old old growth trees. Oh, was well, there a good reason for it? Because that's a good point. Uh, it depends on, do you like money or do you like trees? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Those no. are the two good reasons you've got to pick one. I fucking hate capitalism so goddamn much. <laughs> I do. Oh, it's, you're, you're leftist. We'll get told, called you're the foreign leftist, leftist because yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a foreign leftist. You're a you're a um, Canadian leftist. I will go on a mini rant. A domestic leftist. And I will not. I will. I will try to keep it short. But okay. like I, I have been. I'm gonna time um, it. You got 30 seconds. Go. Okay. So basically, the problem with capitalism is the is the love of money. When ever, when the, like corporations have the only interest in 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 what they like they when what they uh, their motivations and what they pursue is money and capital gains and that's it. Yes, competition can create for better products and better services that can initially help humans and better and in the environment. But if it gets if they find an avenue that can make more money that'll hurt the environment and actually actually hurt people, they will take that because it's not about bettering society, not about bettering uh, health, mental or physical health. It's not about bettering the environment. It's all about money. And if if money to it, like it's just it doesn't nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And that's why I hate capitalism. Yeah, but the shareholders need yachts. <laughs> so yes, this is going to the story. Uh, just, just to counter your, just yeah, that was no, That's true. I do uh, want a yacht. Imagine how, I do how, want a yacht. A I yacht would be how great. much of a dick one of the shareholders is going to feel sailing on last year's yacht. They need this, this year's model of yacht. That's true. Otherwise, I take it back. Exactly. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> just be reasonable, Jesse. Just because just because um, they've achieved with their lives, they were born into privilege, and they used all that privilege to be more privileged. Just because they did that, and you didn't, I'm working or on something. It. <laughs> I don't know. 
Anyway, I, um, they work that, really hard. hard. It's like, why doesn't Jeff Bezos do more insane shit? I think well, we talked like, about that before. Apart from the penis rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I think all rockets are penis yeah. rockets. Reason. I've, I've spent the last 30 years building an online bookstore that now sells everything to everyone and has grown massively. And all I want to do is fly into space at the tip of a dildo. That's his dream. Craig from How to Drink was talking about Jeff Bezos, and he had a line on a show that made me burst out laughing, which was like, he didn't even make it to orbit. Well, how embarrassing for you. Just like- <laughs> but also as well, I, I think he was so unaware of how how um, phallic his rocket was until after it happened and everyone was commenting online. And he, I, I imagine him having a screaming at the people who designed the rocket. <laughs> Going, why does it look like a penis? <laughs> You're fired. Anyway, um, so please continue. So anyway, uh, so with the tree that got so cut down. Lorna shared the photo with friends and family. It was retweeted by the David Suzuki Foundation and by a local, uh, the BC Green Party leader Sonia Fernstow. Um and it went it went massively viral. And it was all to do with if you, if you heard of the Fairy Creek protests. No, this is pretty huge. Has been going on. I, I mean, maybe t- to people who read the news. Um, so what a depressed bunch <laughs> so uh, it, it's essentially fairy creek there's this protest that has been running now for, for nearly a year um or maybe just over a year uh, and people have been chaining themselves to trees uh they've cemented themselves into the ground jesus christ around the trees and it's, it's the largest act of environmental civil disobedience in canada ever so a uh, fairy creek essentially is classed as old growth forest now, it's it's termed primary forest or virgin forest. It's mm. late serial forest or primeval forest. So it's attained great age without significant Evil disturbance. Forest. Uh, and thereby exhibits unique ecological features that might be classified as a climax community, meaning it's been there for so long and untouched. Yeah. There's very few ecosystems like it. And it's perfectly matured and in balance. Yeah, but jobs, Reese. Yeah, I know. So, jobs. So they, they contain rich uh, communities of plants and animals um, due to the, the long period of forest stability um, and very rare species that depend on this unique environment that could only exist in that environment. Um, they're also a reservoir for species that can't survive or thrive in other places anymore. Um, and also, uh, apparently... But we need IKEA furniture. I know, but plant species are native to old growth forests and someday may be invaluable towards curing various human ailments. Uh, and many of the plants, uh, similar to plants in tropical rainforests where they find miracle cures for things. This is just going to continue pissing me off. I know. <laughs> uh, and also, they store large amounts of carbon below the ground. Yeah, that's a problem that um, hardly anybody's talking about it. Is that in the Canadian. Um we have a lot of that. We have all the huge, and that's going to come to pass soon. That's yeah. a different topic altogether when a huge amount of carbon is going to be released from the Canadian wilderness into the atmosphere and it's going to fuck everyone up. But that's, like I said, a different yeah. topic for another so, day. So when that happens, we're like, what the fuck? Oh my God, climate change is real. Oh. <laughs> so only 21% of the all of the original growth forests that once existed on Earth are remaining. 21%. Wow. So. And a big, but we need remained furniture. No, no. The the the, the reason they like the wood. I actually, don't know what remained furniture is. is, is I very, just heard it on Ocean's Eleven, and it sounded. Fun. But the, the old growth wood is really prized for things like musical instruments because of acoustic properties, and like rich people like to make. Co- it's very expensive, so rich people like to make kitchens out of it because they go, "Look, I fucked over an entire forest. I can afford to do it, <laughs> and now I'm going to fry an egg." <laughs> My ivory tusk. Uh, 
frying pan. Yeah, and the resonance and tone is incredible, apparently. In I don't care. Pan? I don't care. No, the, the the wood. I don't care if guitars sound five percent more shit, and we get to keep the trees. Yeah, I think I'm that's fair. This. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't. Know, I wouldn't know the difference. I wanted like what I would Have love to. Tune? I would love to hear a genuine like like not try to convince them. I would love to sit down and hear a genuine argument in favor of fucking over the environment. Like, honestly, like, seriously, like, well, like there, I mean, there's people out there who don't care and they know it's happening, right? I would love to hear their side of the argument for like, yes, we need jobs. Yes, the economy has to thrive because jobs, I don't fucking know, right? But like, I would love to hear like a PowerPoint presentation or a TED talk from an anti-environmentalist, right? Who's like, fuck the environment because here are the reasons why. Money's a big reason and I don't care about the environment for these reasons. Like I would well, love I, to I, see like, in I, on a conversation, I, that I, TED talk. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do it now. So okay, like, well, yeah. I, I, we all believe in evolution. Everyone agrees evolution is a sound theory. Yeah. So if the trees don't want to die, they should evolve machine gun branches and shoot us when we try and cut them down. <laughs> It's not my fault. It's nature's fault that it can't adapt. <laughs> We're just following the scientific theories that everyone lays out and agrees on. Oh, that's really so funny. until trees become machine gun trees or have sword roots or <laughs> can use the power of their brains to make human heads explode within a 10, <laughs> 10 meter radius, we're going to cut them down because they're shit. <sighs> How do you counter that argument? I, I mean... If they can't evolve and survive, then uh, then they deserve to die. Just pass around some more LSD. There we go. That was, yeah. that was me. I don't actually believe that. Stuff. That was, that was great. Me just Are you imagining sure? okay. that, that side of the argument. That was great. Did they do it well? Yeah, that was very good. Imagine that, that TED was, talk. That was, would, when will trees develop machine gun arms and telekinetic or <laughs> mind mind control? Yeah, powers. mind bursting powers. Oh my exactly. God. Have you have you seen the happening from M Night Shyamalan? No, it's so fucking bad. Oh my God. But I'm like, I'm I'm the talking. I'm giving explode. a movie review from like a 12 year old movie. Um, but yeah, pretty much. But the twelve-year-old bad movie. Yeah, the plants. Twelve-year-old movie that's great. That's the fine. plants evolve to kill us because they've had enough. I had an idea for a film, and it's all it is a Netflix show coming out. That I had this idea years ago, and I was going, I'm going to write a book, and I can't write a book because I, I can't write very well. And it was called um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was um, Nature's <laughs> Wrath. That was the title. And the idea was that all of the animals on the world in the world decided they'd had enough of humans and human activity. So all of the animals turned on humans at the same time. So whether it was ants and earthworms or birds or people's dogs and their cats, all turned on humans simultaneously at the same time. So you have like blue whales smashing surface to pieces. Jesus. And then like an old lady gardening and all the worms just kind of like pollen under the ground. That was my <laughs> idea for a horror film. That is, I think that's been done. It's called Zoo. I think it's a is television it? show. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. I got it from that and thought I came up with it. So... <laughs> Never mind. That is a good idea, though. I like. If it. you want to make Nature's Wrath with me, it'd be a great B movie. Yeah, like like a comedy <laughs> film that is kind of like a horror movie. Imagine someone someone's hamster trying to tuck a oh whole God, human in so their funny. cheek <laughs> to eat them later. I'd watch that. Yeah. Cats, though. Imagine if your cat turned on you. I had a cat turn on me, and it was terrifying. Then it's like, I'm gonna, one of us is walking out of your life. And no, cat, like, it would. It, have you ever had a cat turn on you? A house yeah. cat? I had a, I you had, had? Yeah, I had a cat, and it clawed me in the neck, and the claw got Jesus. stuck in my flesh, and I stood up to run away and drag the cat with me. Yeah, no, I had a... It didn't happen <laughs> in my neck, but, like, it clawed the fuck out of my legs and arms, and I was bleeding profusely for, like, an hour, and it was just... It was a terrifying experience, honest to God. Don't yeah. fuck with cats. Don't fuck with cats, man. Yeah. Just don't. I didn't fuck with it either. I was just sitting by the fireplace and it just went. It's fucking. It snapped for no reason. Well, they're a great judge of character. 
<laughs> anyway, Johnny, more about fairy. Enough about cats. Yeah, let's hear about this tree. So, <laughs> this is a very sad story. Um, so activists in the area have told the media that the, the very best old growth forest in the world remains in BC and Fairy Creek is the last unprotected old, old growth valley on southern, Vancou- southern uh, Vancouver Island. Um, so 137 opponents of old growth logging were arrested in five different blockades uh, across the, that area with um, Port Renfrew since May 17th, uh, and the RCMP began enforcing a BC Supreme Court injunction banning the interference with logging um, for the, for the Surrey-based forestry again? So basically, there was a Supreme Court injunction in BC saying it was illegal to interfere with logging for wow. this company. The Teal Jones Group, um, who are the company logging there. So there, there's a thing that, they, that uh, anti-loggers or, or logging protesters used to do. I don't know if they did it anymore, and it's horrifying. Okay, where they would drive spikes into trees. Okay, the reason they would do this is for when people are using a chainsaw on that tree, the chain would hit the spike in the middle of the tree, snap off, swip back, and hit the person with the chainsaw, like using the chainsaw, and sometimes like cut them in half. Yeah, and then it was that's, this that's, disgusting. That's why you would call it extreme. Yeah, like, but that like that's yes, it was that, disgusting. I mean, a tree growing a machine gun arm is different. That's self defense, but. <laughs> That sounds vicious. But like what you, you don't actually need to put a spike in the tree. All you need to do is just put up just because they're really hard to find. That's what they're almost in, impossible to like. You'd have to really inspect each tree. You just have to get a little sticker or a little sign and just put it on the tree saying this tree has been spiked and just put it on. Just go through, get a, get a team of people, right? To go through and put a sign on every single yeah, fucking just, just tree the... and don't actually spike the trees. Don't do that. Just pretend. And so just because then, the like, fear of, be, of yeah, being spiked. Like, that's, that's a good. It's like um, uh, I did some film. Yeah, don't actually try to maim and kill people and cut them in half with their own chainsaw. That's horrifyingly disgusting. Just put the fear into it. <laughs> into well, them. Yeah. It reminds me of I once did some filming right under the Hollywood sign. Um, and because they have a huge problem there with people hiking up to the Hollywood sign and they're not supposed to. Um, they there's actual signs saying there are snakes, wolves, bears, da da da, all this kind of thing. So we got oh, there. Smart. We, we'd actually like paid uh, a, a crazy amount of money to film there because to get like, and, and someone from um, from the the film office came to open the gate, or I think they were from the local um, government came to open the gate and give us access to wow. go up there and film. And and they opened the gate and this big sign was there. I was like, do we need to worry about that? And they were like, nah. <laughs> so it was just a, it was just to terrify tourists. That's um, funny, but don't don't if I mean you, I hope I haven't given her away, but I think most people could work it out eventually. But um, don't don't go there because you park in front of people's houses and block them, and uh, also uh, it's it it is actually a nature area around there, and so right. many people go up there and mess stuff up and litter and party under the Hollywood sign. I was there legally. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 ready to get 30 ready to get 20 20 20 ready to get 20 20 ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month so give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start Greenlight can help With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs. 
and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. So, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, golly, Jesse, I've got some great news. We've had a fresh delivery from the ad man. Gee whiz, Reese, really from the ad man? Smell them, they're fresh. <laughs> the ads. <sighs> So environments. <laughs> so what? So what's happening is they they've been uh, they've been using jack the RCMP have been using jackhammers and metal cutters to free protesters. Um, the RCMP has been doing this. Yes, okay. because they've like cemented Chant, themselves right. and chained themselves and stuff. But essentially, it's, it's they've this injunction means that it's it's illegal to stop any kind of logging in the area they're just because they're like, just because jobs because jobs jobs exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you know Fuck what the environment we, should, we need the, jobs the teal Jones hell, man. teal oh Jones God. group. The Teal Jones Group is the company in, quoted in here. I wonder if it is creating... I'm going to look at their website, see if it's creating jobs. Teal Jones Group, providing top quality wood products to customers around the world. This is the company that has this sanctioned the, the that, dis- destruction yeah. of an old growth forest? Yeah. They've, Teal got, they've got a sustainability section on their website. Of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> Copy and paste. Oh, they've got even got a promotional film. Teal, Teal Jones? Teal Jones. Fuck you, Teal Jones. <laughs> Careers. There we are. Let's see if he's creating jobs. Uh, operations jobs. This is administration jobs and operations jobs. Well, I, I honestly, s- God, if you're oh, one the- of these anti foresters, anti loggers, go get a job at Teal yeah, Jones and of take them yeah. down from the inside, man. Boombo. Get operator. a job specifically to get fired, but only once you fuck them over from the inside. Oh, you gotta think about it. Or just long term planning. There's literally there's literally only like six jobs on this website. That's so a fine line line your resume. Yeah, Get some so it's not creating that many letters. jobs unless they're already they unless they just use an agency people for cheaper. Anyway, um, so uh, but th- this it's amazing what you, how much destruction you can do with like a simple can of gasoline and a match. Just saying, not in a forest. Not in a forest. No. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, in a forest, but don't do that in a forest. Are you inciting yeah, yeah. the people? No. Uh, all I'm saying is you can be creative with all kinds of household I don't, objects. I don't endorse this message. You can be creative with all kinds of things. You can make or, all kind. Like you could be. Yeah. Just saying. You, my, my, in my head, when you say to people, "Go and get a job there," yeah. just go there and be just be shit. Just, just, just call I mean, in sick that's, every that's day. Just gonna be like that'll they'll get fired pretty quick for doing but, nothing. But, but even like, that's a waste of their time. Yeah. It's a very passive. It's a very form passive, of protest. It's a very passive form of protest. Yeah. Yeah. Which I th- which I I think is better than um, burning things to the ground. I never like said suggested. that. Those words never came out of my mouth, Reese. Okay, just just good. Want to good. <laughs> um, but the, I don't so, know. That's 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 taking things real far, man. I was <laughs> oh oh I wasn't I wasn't insinuating anything like that. You no. were incinerating things. Instead. I was incinerating, not insinuating. <laughs> um, so, but this was originally like a small group of environmentalists, but it began to build a real community uh, following these protests. So, even though the RCMP were enforcing these things, so on May the twenty sixth, this headline: Seniors overwhelm RCMP barrier past Fairy Creek. Blockade. Seniors, seniors. So. 100 elderly hikers swarmed the RCMP, RCMP exclusion zone. No arrests were made. Saul Arbus, 82, said, when the officers saw more than 100 seniors marching up the road, they just rolled up their police tape and that marks the exclusion road um, and left. We made quite an impression, which I think is a really, that's going to be one of the sweetest protests I've ever seen. Well, I mean, that's no kind of great, honestly, because how many angry 
RCMP officers are going to be aggressively arresting elderly people. I know. Right? Like, I, I think that's going to be like, you know. Hopefully one of them was a teacher even the of asshole one of the RCMPs, RCMPs, like, even some, like, every, there's assholes everywhere. And even some asshole RCMP officers have grandparents somewhere and they're not going to want to be forceful. That's my, my guess. That's yeah, they're not going to, they're not going to jeopardize that new hip. Right. <laughs> you know, they're going to, and, and I think as well also there's like, people, they like to, people like to paint uh, environmental activists as these kind of like extremist people who live well, there, the, live, the, who live off grid in these vans. Well, I mean, there there were. The, I mean, the problem is is the past. There were extremists such yeah, yeah. as the spikers, no, no, such but, as the spikers. But, like that's but also, yeah. but also that they like fringe people who don't fit in normal society and they don't have mortgages and car payments. Like 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 yeah, sure, like, like, that like normal people. But yeah. these are. These are seniors. These are people who yeah. uh, who are who play with the system and are part of the system. And they just went on a big protest hike. And I think that sends a powerful message because you go, no, this isn't opposition from a very tiny extreme minority. This is just lots of normal people going. We love these trees and we don't want them. So I, I think it's a quite a powerful message. When you know when they had the the riots in Portland, the during um, during lockdown, the, the the Black Lives Matter movement. I don't know if you read yes. the news, yeah, yeah. and you had the army of. The, I think it was called, they called them the army of moms who all turned out and it was just middle-aged women who all wore a certain color and they were there to stop because they were like, well, we want to show that we support this as well. And mm-hmm. then there was the army of dads and it was like these, these, I don't know they, why, but the army of dads sounds way funnier than an army of moms. <laughs> but they, and they, they wore a different color. They were all coordinated and they would do things like they, all the, all the dads would bring their leaf blowers. So when they threw tear gas, they just blow the, the tear gas back at the police. With oh, the leaf that's blowers. amazing. It was incredible. But when you have like multiple generations and different levels of, of like socioeconomic backgrounds all turn out at the same time to protest is mind blowing because you go, everyone's up for this. I love these those, are reasonable those people. grassroots effective solutions that are non-violent exactly no, but have you heard <laughs> just of those, a leaf blower th- there was this <laughs> one brilliant solution to um so crazy conspiracy theorists who show up and they want media to like to listen to them right and yeah. the media are like they want all they fucking care about these days are ratings so of course they'll film them right and and people would show up and they'd go up to the camera and the, and the microphone where these people are like you know we're talking angry protesters okay extreme extremists and people would show up next to the camera microphone and they would take out their phones and they would play spotify they would play popular songs in the background do you know why yeah because copyright copywritten songs and they can't put it on tv no matter what the fucking person is talking about they can't use it because of music in the background and how fucking brilliant is that you don't go up and you argue with them you just play music it's amazing and everything they're saying is now useless and no one's gonna see it <laughs> because of fucking copyright claims it's like <laughs> i love the idea of like them in the edit suite afterwards to go in we can't use that michael jackson's thriller yeah. <laughs> honest to god <laughs> really though that's that's how intensely popular not popular that's how intensely um What's the word I'm looking for? Like this is like copyright music claims have gone to such extreme lengths that um, it's so insane. They've it's weaponized so insane. it. It's been weaponized. Yeah. And I think that's incredible. It's amazing. I love this. Yeah. If, so, any, if that ever happens to me, that's going to be my first thing. Is, I, my song, what would your song be? What song would you use to disrupt a, um, uh, a, pro, uh, a conspiracy theorist attacking you with a camera? All the single ladies. All the single ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd probably go because I'm Welsh. I'd probably go with just be a bit of a cliche and go with something by Tom Jones. Maybe, maybe it's not unusual. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Although I'm, I'm but I'd I'm, sing along as well. There's a new Canadian artist that's making headway called uh, Lubalin. Have you heard of him? No. He's great, and uh, yeah, he's he's up and coming. Lubalin, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. Just saying. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, just he's, he's in Montreal or Quebec. I think Montreal. Yeah, yeah, somewhere both. in Quebec. Montreal is in Quebec, Greece. Just so you know. I know. I think in Quebec City. Oh, yes. Sorry. There you go. And Montreal's yeah. not in Quebec City. But, no, yeah. but, but it, you could be in both. You could like. He's got a new. He's got a new song out Walter. called. Uh, he's got a new song out called Phoenix, and it's. Fucking catchy as hell, man. It's Great. really catchy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's enough about me. And your music. Fanboying. Fanboy. <laughs> um, is there a happy ending to this song? No, this is an ongoing thing. Oh. So this, this article. This song. Uh, this, this, uh, this, this happy ending to this song. This, th- th- this article <laughs> came out two days ago, and it's from the National Observer. From And it was written by Patricia Lane. And it's basically, the headline is, RCMP turnout in force for mass arrests at Fairy Creek HQ. And this is basically a, a reporter who was sent to report on it, who then felt like she was actually going to be um, arrested and treat, treated like a protester just for being there. So For reporting. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, just going to read. Aren't her. there? I don't know. No, no. But this, she, aren't there kind of like rights for reporters in situations like that, where like you is that a thing? I well, forget. It's because what well, you remember is this is quite isolated. This is like a in the middle. No, of but the I forest. mean, like, in, like, like, are there laws that protect the media? Yes. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah they're supposed to be. I, would, I just figured. But, I, I don't know if there are. It's very around, easy like, to make a mistake. That's true. Yeah. Um, all you need is a, an old-timey hat with uh, the word press on a piece of cardboard tucked into oh, the, that's a great idea. To the rim. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so this is her article. He needs medical attention, cries out one Fairy Creek protester, looking at another lying on the ground. An RCMP medic glances down at the injured man and says, he's fine, he's a grown man, he just fell down. Healthcare professionals... Who said this? Uh, RCMP medic. Oh, fuck Healthcare professionals on the scene say the protester was pushed twice before he fell. Another RCMP officer stops yanking another forest protector's arm and tells her, "You can take him down. To, you can take him down for help yourselves." That proved impossible as the police had taken their car keys. Much to my surprise, <laughs> I'm a potential arrestee and witness to the largest RCMP, RCMP offensive I have ever seen. Watching an arrest is soul singeing. A large male police officer put their hands on a young protester, many of whom are obviously indigenous or people of colour. They go limp. The specially trained RCMP officers, referred to here as the green guys, pick them up, put them on a tarp and drag them down the dirt road. Jesus. The remaining protesters send their companions on their way with singing and drumming and spoken words of love for both them and the police. Some of the arrests wow. are probably illegal. I watched a group of officers step several metres across their own exclusion line to grab a young woman who was not part of the row of seated defenders and was simply speaking into a radio. This made me nervous. I was not here to obstruct anything, but the RCMP have blocked my exit. RCMP drones and helicopters circle. Arrests continue. I see. This is two days ago. That's okay. Two things. One, I don't understand. I keep hearing for years, years, stories of how the RCMP are just the biggest fucking assholes you could possibly imagine. And like, I don't know if this, these are exaggerated stories or if this, once again, is like a very loud minority section of the RCMP and most of the RCMP are actually quiet, very, very nice people. I don't know. But I keep hearing stories about how the RCMP are these giant fucking assholes. I would love to be proven wrong. Love it. I would love well, that. I mean, the thing is, is like, it's like anything like, I imagine 
and well, I know for a fact there there are probably thousands of officers who are part of the community, love what they do. I hope they, they keep they feel like they're keeping people safe. They are keeping people safe. They put themselves at risk. I, I really put I themselves at risk to protect that others. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I hope it is. But, I don't have any. But proof in these in these to, circumstances, yeah, their job is to enforce <clears throat> obscure court orders by. Uh, and that's their job, whether they agree with sure. it or not. And, okay, but then hold on, also, hold on. Hold on. You don't have to be an let, asshole while no, no, you're no, doing no, it. No, no, but let, me, but let me finish as well. But if that is your job, and that's you have to instill, that you, within an organization, you have to instill a culture of people willing to do whatever a court order says. So you have to, you become institutionalized because you're the sharp end of the wedge. So when a, when a Supreme Court says, get rid of those protesters, mm-hmm. a reasonable person who isn't in the RCMP would go up there and go, yeah, these trees are great, but they don't... They they have to recruit and train people to not care to just go there and enforce these rules. Again, and there's the spirit of there. There's the spirit and then the letter of the law. No, no, but you know, but, like, but exactly. But I mean, but then, you, but then, if you create an environment or a structure or a system where you you have to produce people willing to do those things, uh, is is you know, it's you're not going to get people willing to do that. People who are going to sign up for those kind of roles mm. are the kind of people who probably. Some people just like violence. Some people like rolling their sleeves up and getting I'm involved in that kind of stuff. if it attracts that sort of people. Well, if, if, you you're, if you're a rational person and you're an RCMP officer who's reasonable and just wants to protect your community, you're not going to go for those kind of roles, are you? Whereas if you're just like, yeah, I just want to crack some skulls, hmm. that's the perfect job. And they're having a great time. And I'm, guess, not, right? I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying no, that, I see what you're saying, that yeah. you know, within an organization, you can move sideways or up and down to different, you know, yeah. people go, oh, that's my dream posting, you know, um, and I think that it's probably it's, and again, like it's the people who are it's the people who are making big waves like that that are going to garner the most attention. Yeah. And if there are RCMP officers out there who are doing a good job and are genuinely nice and helpful, people aren't going to hear about that very often. No, no, no. It's, it's like yeah. when, I moved, when I moved to Halifax before I came here. There was so much negativity online about life in Halifax and everything. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was so many people posting on like um, immigration I mean, forums. To be fair, saying, it has gone downhill for no, no, no. a while. But, but I, <laughs> like, uh, there's someone who's lived here for a while. If you, but if you post, um, I love this city for the record. No, no, but like it's gone downhill I'd say, a little bit. <laughs> I'd, I'd say it's going uphill. I think there's so much more to do, and and I yeah, love, if you I love, love condos, <laughs> that's only if you live in downtown. But anyway, but if if and and but what what it was was that people who've come here. And didn't have a good time, or Condo they, Land, or their big project failed uh, of, of moving their lives here, and they went back, or they went somewhere else. Yeah. Those are the most vocal people online. The people, suppose, the yeah. people who moved here and had a great time, didn't like. I haven't posted anything online about life here because I'm just, just living it and a having podcast. a good time. I'm having a good time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I, th- I think that you do hear a lot more negativity kind of permeates online. Definitely, that's true. But, but that doesn't. I'm not. I'm not trying to justify any of this. I'm no, just, no, I just saying that yeah, yeah. you know it's. it's we, it, the, like, the, like, like we said in the episode uh, episodes before, mm-hmm. it's the RCMP is the same cross section of humanity as any other department, organization, or community. You're going to get all different kinds of people within that, and I can see how. I do. I do wonder if it will attract a certain type of mentality, though. Yeah, the thing is, as well, is that you you are in a position of power. Ultimately, you do have quite a lot of power, even as a as, as kind of someone just you know. I was going to say walking the beat, but no one walks the beat. That's a UK thing. No, no, we've walked, we've people police officers we walk we the totally beat. Have, yeah, we do. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. never seen them out of the car. It's mainly downtown Halifax. Okay, yeah. But anyway, but a lot of them are on bikes, which I find weird. Like if you're gonna if you're a police officer on a bike and you need to arrest someone, do you like? Get on, get on the back, right? The handlebars, like a like a love, like a love film, like a romantic Can film. You picture it. Wait, hang on, you just need to sit in the basket on the front, and we're going to ride through this field of sunflowers. 
to the police station. Oh, the, the, the second thing, the second point that I was going to make, because <laughs> I said I was going to make two points, was if I were arrested as a, a bystander. Okay. Bystander. And stand bystander. 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 Yeah. Right. And I wasn't actually involved and I knew that the charges would have to be dropped because like there's just I, there would be like zero evidence that I was doing anything wrong. And I was just like like the person that you mentioned. She was just yeah, yeah. dragged out of one of the bystanders just watching. Is it bystander or bystander? Bystander. bystander. Well, I just corrected you already. Bystander. Yeah, I don't listen to you. Uh, so it's sorry. As I do, you're lovely and you smell like rainbows. So if I was just arrested for no reason other than I was just there and I knew without a doubt it wouldn't stick, I wouldn't be mad. It would be a hell of a story. What an experience. Yeah, but it's also terrifying. If you've seen them and dragging that, people I mean, down the road and like... Oh, I suppose, yeah. You know, if you're there and there's people in armor committing violence against people... Yeah, that's true. Then if, if I, I was, go, if hey, I was this is going to be a great story. If I was physically assaulted on my way of being yeah. unjustly arrestified... Arrestified? I'm in immense pain, but this will make a great story and a <laughs> great anecdote. That's how I would kind of look at it. Honest <laughs> to God, I would. <laughs> Not in that moment, you wouldn't. I mean, I kind of would. I have that attitude about weird shit in my life. Like, if my house burned to the ground, I'd be like, okay, this so is going to make a great story. Say some weird serial killer had you in a trap, like Saw. You'd be going, this can be a great story one day. Or if, I if, mean, if there's or, like, yeah, if there's nowhere there else if there's to a, look if at If there is then... an imaginary fourth wall, this is a great movie that I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I live. <laughs> I have that weird attitude about things. <laughs> I like stories. Anyway, so um, so it's still ongoing, and I'm sure if you look online, if you want to support this, um, or if you want to go down there, this and- is a very long episode, and I blame caffeine. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. And um, so yeah, that's it. Listen, I'm done. Oh, it's depressing and that's ongoing. It. It's depressing and ongoing, like yeah. the news. Okay, but you can do something. So, uh, what is the name? Oh, you can do something. Okay, what can you do? Well, Aside from getting arrested, there's, there's a load of organizations that are raising funds and trying to fight it in court and all this kind of can stuff. Can you name so, some of these organizations um, for our listeners? I don't know. Um, I'm just going to type it in. I should have prepared. Let's just pause a bit the podcast this. for a second for Reese to edit out while he does some research. So, if I mean, you can do like Facebook groups. If you just search it, there's. Uh, Don't just tell people to Google shit. Just <laughs> we'll do it. So there's the Rainforest Flying Squad. Uh, if you go to laststandforforests.com, uh, you can get involved. Um, there, there's some of the people who are fighting uh, what's going on there. I don't know much about the organization. Um, and there's also um, there's a bunch of organizations. Uh, I, I would say hmm. the best thing to do is search Fairy Creek Blockade, and you can do your own research and find Fairy Creek Fairy Block- Creek Blockade. What do we call our listeners? Um, listeners. No, yeah, but like if they're part of a group, like a cult, the Canadian politics is boring cult. I don't think you should call our listeners a cult. because Cultists. Right. No. Yeah, that's probably a bad idea. So I think it's, it's a quite a negative thing to call right. people yeah. who just choose to listen to a podcast once a week. <laughs> there's no shrines to us. There's no compound where they have to give sell all this stuff to come and move in and I work, mean, we work were for us. gifted some used socks, so we were. I'm like, I, once I mean, that's, shit that's, like that that's happens, the first step to a cult. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. that's like, honest cool. to God. Yeah, well, let's have. end this episode because this has been a long one. This has been but, a really but, long but one. But it's been a good one. Yes, I agree. So, uh, so don't whatever you do, don't um, commit violence or uh, don't commit any kind of uh, vandalism against other people's property. That's illegal. Use more creative ways, yeah. like apply for a job and be shit at it. That's what I say. You can have a lot of fun with kerosene and a lighter. Just saying. <laughs>
Thanks so much. Jackie's for going to prison <laughs> for wanting to have a campfire in my backyard. No, what are you talking about? She doesn't have a backyard. Yes, I do. It's a tiny little thing, but it exists. It's a it's a parking lot. I know. Well, still, it's a backyard with a parking lot. You can have a yeah. bonfire in a parking lot. Thanks for sticking us in your ear holes. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around this entire time. We Jesse's love you so much, listeners. Parking lot bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you soon see you soon <laughs> bye bye oh and don't forget to do the thing the thing but the thing we told you do it ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.